Hey, it's Mike. I would like to welcome you to the first Let's Run Forever podcast, Monday Motivation and or Meditation. And it's just going to be a little segment I'm going to do here uh, to see if anybody likes it. It's just going to be um, a few ideas, maybe a little rant, um, you know, maybe uh, an aha moment that I had that I wanted to share with, with you guys, maybe just a little um, motivational speech or a little inspirational thing that maybe I thought up over the weekend and um, wanted to share it with you guys. So the first one, the, the theme of today's is called Workable Parts. And I came up with that because a lot of people ask me when I'm running a marathon, you know, marathon's 26 miles, how do you deal with that? How do you, how do you get yourself through that? How do you mentally handle that? And I, and I tell them, uh, I, the first marathon I ran, I came up actually in the middle of the race. I came up with the idea of just saying, okay, 26 miles is is a lot daunting. And, and so I wanted to come up with an idea where I could shorten the race up in my head. And so what I did is I started making the race uh, workable things in my mind. So, for instance, I start the race and my first thought is, okay, we're going to get to the 5K mark, and then to get to the 5-mile mark, and then 10K, and then the, the double digits, you know how it goes. And, and I have in the race broken down to a point where <clears throat> I, I just think about that part. Because if you think of it as a whole, it, it's a little too overwhelming, especially in the latter stages of the race where um, you tend to get a little tired, maybe some self-doubt creeps into your head. So getting to the point where you just break down into something you work with. Matter of fact, the last marathon I ran in 2013, um, my work at Workable Parts, the last five or six miles, was the mile between water stations. That's all I thought about. I thought, you know, you can walk through water stations all you want, but you have to run between the, other, the, the water station, so, which was about a mile. So I would, you know, hit the water station, I'd get a drink, I'd have something to eat, I'd take a goo, if they had bananas, I'd take those. And then once I hit the end of that water table, I would start running again. And I told myself, you can't stop running again until the next water table. And it, it, I reached the point where the last couple, I just kept running through the water, water stops. Um, I was just feeling that good and, and I was kind of through that bad patch where, where I was having a really tough time mentally, but once I hit 22, 23 miles, I, I started reaching the point where I'm like, just keep going. And so that's what I did. So, you know, it, being at its beginning of the year, I know a lot of people um, are coming up with their goals or resolutions. And one thing I'm noticing, um, and especially uh, in, on a personal sense, a, a couple of people I know, one thing I notice is that a lot of people tend to just dive completely into something that they want to do at the beginning of the year, whether it's working out, whether it's this or whether it's that. And then after a few weeks, they're burned out. They just don't feel like doing it anymore. Uh, you know, they get injured or whatever it is. And, and I thought of that um, last night. I, I don't know if I've mentioned it in my, in my uh, podcast, but I've decided to go back to school. And so um, one of the things I have to do is... Um, I need just a, probably about a half dozen classes to get my associate's degree. And then I'm going to go on to Northern Illinois to get my bachelor's. So 
Um, it's been a while since I've taken a few classes, especially a math class. So I went in and I spoke to my advisor and she said, um, you know, go take the math placement test. And, and I thought, well, that's cool. You know, let's take a math placement test and, and get put in the, the one math class I need and then I'll be done. So uh, I go into this uh, placement test. You sit down in front of a computer. You answer 20, 20 or 25 questions. And then um, that places you in a class. So I did so poorly on that on that placement test that I placed into um, an O96 level class. So I didn't even place. In, so basically, I'll take the class, but it doesn't count towards anything. My math skills are so bad, or at least my algebra skills are so bad that um, you know I'm put into what amounts to a pre-algebra class and I have to pass two of those classes in order to even get into college level math. So um, that was a little disheartening at first but I thought you know it's probably necessary. Um, I haven't taken a math class in 29 years so it probably is, is good to invest the time in learning the rudimentary stuff about algebra and math so um, I'm not overwhelmed when I get into uh, a real uh, college-level course, you know, in the fall. And that, that's what's really funny is how in the rest of our lives we tend to take things, we tend to take things in terms of development and progression. You know, whether it comes to school or a job or, uh, you know, teaching our kids to drive or learning to do something new like playing a new instrument or, or doing anything like that. Um, we tend to take things in a, in a good progression to make sure we have success in it. But the one thing I've really discovered about running and about um, fitness and stuff is that people set themselves up to fail. You know, and, and I thought of that in my class last night because uh, lesson one was the difference between whole numbers and counting numbers. Okay, so we're talking about probably fifth grade stuff. You know, what, what constitutes a counting number? What constitutes a whole number? What constitutes an integer? And for a second I was, I was like, you know, it's a little ridiculous. You know, I'm 47 years old, I've been in an IT career for 25 years, and I'm sitting here talking about counting numbers and whole numbers. But as the lesson went on, and we started talking about some other things, um, it was really good to have that review. You know, and I, and I could probably, um, you know, probably in a few weeks after a couple of chapters, I could probably go in and test out of this class if I wanted to. Um, but I'm not going to because I think it's important in order for me to succeed not only in math, but as a college student, it's important for me to make sure I know what I'm doing, to make sure I have the building blocks and the tools I need to have success later on down the road. But the funny thing is, is when it comes to running and fitness and, and I've got to get back in shape or I've got to do this, we just go to these crazy measures that don't lead to being successful. You know what I'm saying? And, and an example is I had, I had a friend of mine on Facebook and she wants to, to get in shape this year and so um, you know she's hiring a personal trainer, she's hiring, uh, she has a nutritionist, she is doing all this stuff. She posted a workout yesterday where um, she did an hour on the elliptical, then she spent some time walking and, and this and this and this and, and she said you know I keep having 
stomach problems, I keep feeling nauseous, I keep feeling, you know, these sorts of things. And so I gave her some suggestions to try and help her and everything. But at the same time, I thought, you know, and other people did too. And of course, there are these other people who, who were like, you know, I just went with the easy ones. I said, well, you know, focus on your hydration. Um, eat a couple of bananas, eat some yogurt, do something like what I would do before I would go out on, on a long run, you know. And so, you know, then all these other people, of course, came in with these elaborate things of, oh, you need protein, you need to eat bars, you need to have shakes, you need to do this. And it's like, really, her main motivation or her main goal right now should just be getting through those workouts. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people are going from zero to you know trying to trying to knock over all of this stuff in one fell swoop when the best thing to do would be to just start with one thing start with one thing saying i'm gonna go for an hour on the elliptical and you know when i've mastered that we'll move on to something else you know and and so but instead she's like am i getting enough protein am i eating the right things am i doing the right things and it, it just, it's overwhelming. And that's, to me, um, and, and she and I exchanged a couple of messages and, and she said how hard, you know, it's been in the past and everything like that. Well, of course it is because you're not giving yourself enough position or enough to succeed, you know, and, and that's what I think people need to do. I think we, we all need to do that in our running or in our fitness or, or whatever. We just need to to instead of looking at what's, you know, months on down the road, we need to look at what gets us through, um, you know, that day's workout or that, you know, it's a little like when I talked in my, in last week's podcast and in my blog about trusting the process, you know, and, and how you can start with one mile and nine or 10 months later, you know, you're running a marathon. That's how you succeed at running. It's not saying, well, I'm going to run a marathon and you haven't run a step in years and then you try and go out and run five miles the next five days straight. Well, of course, you're, going to, you're not going to be successful at it because it's going to suck. It's going to hurt. It's going to do all these things to you that just doesn't make you want to continue doing it, right? So why do we set ourselves up like that? You know, think about things you've learned in the past. Think about learning um, to play an instrument. And I know my, my son played the clarinet for a year. And I remember, um, you know, the first thing they learned was how to put the clarinet together. Then they learned notes. Then they learned scales. Then they learned how to play a song called Hot Cross Buns. You know, they, they, they gradually worked their way into, um, you know, playing more complicated pieces. You know, and, and so it's, and it's like I think about the great John Wooden the great basketball coach at UCLA, his first practice every year, the first thing he did was he showed his players how to wear their shoes and socks. Now you're talking, you know, he was bringing in college All-Americans. He was bringing in guys who knew how to play basketball. But he started with the simplest detail of wearing your socks and shoes so that you didn't get blisters. And that was pretty much the extent of the first practice. And he sent him home. You know, he did that for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I mean, he did that for, for all of these guys who later played in the NBA, who later went in the Hall of Fame. Their first practice every year was putting on their shoes and socks. You know, and, and I have a friend who's an airline pilot. He flew Cessnas for how many years before he, he flies huge jets now? But it wasn't like when he got his 
pilot's license, they said, okay, well, you can start flying 737s now. You know, he, he had to work his way up to, to success. And I think that's what we need to focus on. What we need to do is work towards success, not towards the goal. Not towards the goal, because if, if you work towards the goal, you're not winning the little battles. You know, and, th and that's what you need to do. You need to hit those workable parts. You need to say, okay, I'm going to get through my workout today. Or I'm going to run a mile today, and hopefully by the end of the month, I can run two without stopping. Or something like that. You know, and if you at the end of a month, you say, hey, I'm ready to run a 5K, that's great. But don't just walk out of bed and say, I'm going to run five miles every day, and I'm going to run a 10K at the end of the week. Because you're not going to do well at it. You know, we have to go back to how we live the rest of our lives and how we, you know, strategically set ourselves up for success. And that's what we have to take into our, uh, into our, you know, fitness and our health and those, uh, that part of our life as well. Because really, in the end, that's the part of our life that's most important. That's the part of our life that we have to succeed in, right? We have to take care of our bodies. We have to stay healthy. You know, if I tried to learn how to play the clarinet and or the trumpet and I didn't succeed at it or I didn't like it, I'd put it back in the case and I'd be done with it. I'd sell it, I'd give it to somebody, I'd donate it to a school or something like that. But if I don't succeed in taking care of myself, what's going to happen? You know, what what's going to happen? So instead of, you know, focusing on, oh, I want to be 40 pounds heavier today, you know, at the end of the year or something, I need to focus on... How do I burn off more calories than I use today? You know, and, and it's like with my running. My run today, how does my run today get me towards my, my success uh, later on down the road? You know, because right now, a, a nine-mile run is tough. You know, six months from now, a nine-mile run is going to be a shakedown as I get ready for a marathon. But I've got to treat it for what it is. It's not a shakedown run. Maybe down the road it will be. But today, it's a run that helps me to get better. And that's what we have to focus on, is just getting better. Just getting better today. Not sitting there saying to ourselves, well, I'm going to be this. No, we got to focus on just getting better today. And, and I have a good friend, Bernie Salazar. And, um, and, you know, he was actually a contestant on the TV show Biggest Loser several seasons ago. And and he has a great philosophy. He said, small things add up to big things. Small things add up to big things. And, and I think that's what we really need to focus on. Focus on the small things. Focus on the workable parts that will take you to success. You know, focus on the stuff you can handle. And that's how you're going to be successful. That's how you're going to, you know, reach your goals. And it may not happen as quickly as you like. It may not see results as quickly as you like, but they're going to be there. Of course they're going to be there. You know, just like anything else we've ever done on our lives, if we practice it, if we work on it, you know, months down the road, we're going to be better at it. That's how it works. So we have to just take that approach from, you know, our, our everyday lives into our goals for our fitness or our running or whatever too. And if we do that, if we set ourselves up to succeed, we're going to succeed. I'll talk to you later.